0: Welcome to Diving Into Crypto, Diving Into Crypto, a weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3 brought to you by AdLunum. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our next show, Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from AdLunum INC bringing you everything about Web3. Before we begin, a few hygiene announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, please note that the views expressed on this program belong to those of the speaker and is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant as financial advice. Uh, Also, please feel free to use those reaction buttons which I've been asking you to use. Please don't damage your phone in the process, but try to use them uh, as you hear these gems drop. From, the, from our speaker. Uh, additionally, uh, in case we have a technical situation, please do not panic. There's no need to dial 911. What we will do is get back into the room as soon as we can and keep the show going. All right. Okay, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is about metaverse utilities for business in case you haven't read the title that's what the show is about but i know that most of you are are eager to understand is your business meant for the metaverse and who better than to tell us all about that uh uh, but this gentleman who is building something spectacular uh, in india specifically uh from south india and he's going to share with us a lot of not just his journey, but also some of the projects that he's working on, he's going to get into and uh, share with us exactly how uh, he looks at bringing businesses into the metaverse. So ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and let me hear that applause from wherever it is that you are. Welcome to the stage, Vinod. Vinod, welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, thank you so much, JP. Fantastic. All right, Vinod, let's get right into it. You um, tell us a little about the the work that you're doing and what has brought you here to this this stage in your I wouldn't call it career, but in your journey into this business about developing metaverses.
1: Okay. Um, before going to that, like I'll like to introduce myself. You know, like I'll tell you like how I got into metaverse first. So I think that that'll be the right thing to start with. Um, yeah, uh, to know about my background, I know like I'm an aerospace engineer. I worked for companies like uh, Bombardier, uh, Saab, it's a Swedish aerospace, and I worked for Airbus, Boeing and all like I, I did a lot of uh, design projects and all. like I used to work for uh, you know defense projects and I used to work for uh, uh, composite manufacturing, design and manufacturing and all. Then I had a uh, you know like a brief experience. And I switched to my father's business. I was taking care of uh, all the supply chain and all. And COVID happened. And that's how I got into uh, Web3. So since 2020, I'm into Metaverse. So I've been uh, researching a lot. And uh, one thing about Metaverse I would tell you is like, um, I'm a guy, you know, who loves magic. More than magic, I love virtual worlds. So... Mm -hmm to get into this virtual world i thought you know like this is the right time to get into this virtual world so i was so intrigued and uh, so amused to so to know that like you can build your own virtual world you know there are a lot of uh open source uh, engines are there like you can build your uh um world in the in the meta so like you, you know meta like horizon worlds uh there are spatial there are mono space there are a like, lot of lot of players are there like big players are there you can build your own metaverses. that's how it started for me and now I'm building my own engine so you can say um, I'm building something like a decentralized sandbox. Mm-hmm. so this is what I'm doing currently doing right now
0: okay so um I thank you thank you for sharing that i I understand that there is uh, that, that there are two verticals that you're you're working on Could you tell us a little about those two ventures that you're a part of and what they do
1: uh, right so I started uh, V labs in uh, December twenty twenty one. Uh, v Labs is basically what we are doing in Vlabs Labs. like we do metaverse as a service. So you might have heard about the like software as a service SaaS, mm-hmm. and uh, like I, I I'm not sure if I'm the first one to coin the word like MaaS mass for metaverse <laughs> as a service. <laughs> so I'm not sure if I'm I'm the first one. I'm not sure, but like I wanted to do I want like V Labs is a company which is doing metaverse as a service. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say you are an individual, or you are a you are a business, or like whoever it is. Like if you wanted to build a metaverse, it's not not just like we are giving service. We also do consulting as well. So, okay. come if you have a business, you come to us, and you wanted a consultancy. And if you wanted to build a metaverse for yourself, and we'll mm-hmm. see like how what is your business and how your audiences and how your clients are. Based on that, we'll propose something to you. This is how you can do metaverse. And actually, you know, like we see what is currently in the market right now. So Metaverse is not like, you know, what you see in the movies. So Metaverse is to a point where it is just overtook Zoom calls, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, maybe you can say there are like little mixed reality extensions in there, you can put it inside and you can have some interactions between avatars. So basically people, right? And based on that market situation and based on the, again, that depends on the devices what we have. So we can't blame the companies uh, and say people are, uh, you know, like teasing Zuckerberg for his, uh, because he's spending millions on the metaverse, but he's not delivering like big quality and all. Like my question is like, do we have the device and do we have the bandwidth to access that big of metaverse? No. Right. So we don't have like almost like 90% of the people in the, in the world, like they don't have that proper device to access metaverse. Right. So right now we have, Phones, laptops, so which is easily, I mean, easily accessible for us. So based on that, we propose to our clients and our customers. So this is how, this is what you can do in the metaverse right now. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to build something after one year or two year, that depends on the market situation and uh, that depends on the companies. What, the, what are the features you get in, right? Um, right? So in V Labs, that is what we do. So we do metaverse as a service, and right. Rapogen is a product. So, like I told you, like we are building something like uh, sandbox and decentraland, but I don't want to, I don't want to reveal the uh, unique selling for USP right now, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, you know <laughs> uh, there are some things involved. You know, we, we wanted to keep it uh, hidden for for a while. But what we are doing is like we are creating metaverses for creators. We are building metaverses for uh, movies, like basically movie worlds. You know, if there is any movie, they can have their own space, not for okay. celebrities. Not for uh, creators for movies. Then we can have creators. We can have s- celebrities. So everyone will have their own space inside our uh, Rapiden world. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are doing it. We are not opening for public, but we are doing it for a curated artist. So curated creators can come in, and uh, we have to see their community. So we are building their community for them. So Web three is again community, right? So we are building community. We are we are we are creating metaverses for the creators, and uh, and again, for you know, celebrities. So there are like two. There's a small line between creators and celebrities. Creators are basically right. celebrities in the social media, but celebrities are basically who who do a lot of things in the movies and the media, a lot of things. Okay. Right.
0: Okay. So, so this, you you've carved out you carved out a niche for them in this particular yeah. space, and that's what that's what the focus is going to be. Exactly. Okay. So I want to discover a little more about that as we as we as we go along. But I'm also curious to, to understand, you know, um, I know that you said that you thought of the metaverse uh, during the pandemic. It, it seemed something that appealed to you. But what was... Can you tell us what was that moment at which the the switch flipped for you? And you said, hey, you know what? This is this is what I want to get into. I mean, like, there, there had to be some background to motivate you to get that. Can you tell us a little about that?
1: Sure. Um, maybe, like, I'll start from the beginning, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Um, you know... Um when I go it was it was in twenty sixteen, I guess yeah, it was in twenty sixteen when I got to know about Bitcoin and I got to know about Bitcoin through a friend. I, like I was doing my master's in Canada. I was in Montreal uh, was this uh, French guy who came to me and uh, we had this small talk and he was he was a nice friend he was talking to me he, he introduced me to Bitcoin and after a couple of months' research and I I bought a few bitcoins. Uh, now it's really hard to buy a few bitcoins. Maybe you can buy in point zero zero some bitcoins. But I had uh, close to like four point, let's say, uh, I, th- I think I think uh, maybe four to five. I I would say. So I had four bitcoins in my wallet in 2016. Uh, I got it for like uh, six hundred dollars, and uh, that went to thousand thousand two hundred dollars. Like it got doubled, and uh, you know, like I got greedy and I cashed it out. <laughs> and it, it was in 2017, February, March, I guess. So I cashed it out. Mm-hmm. And in t- December 2017, one Bitcoin is $17,000. Wow. Was, it was $17,000. and I cashed it out for $1,200. <laughs> that is a big regret. That is one of the big regret in my life. And after that, I, di- I didn't invest for like two years. Because I understood that the the market is really volatile, so I didn't invest for two years, and after in two thousand nineteen, so when the pandemic started, mm-hmm. um, that's when I you know like uh, went deep into the when the NFT started booming, and I love the concept of digital ownership, you know, um, I love the concept of decentralization, and that's how, that is the only thing which uh, intrigued me to go into this Web three space. And I found Metaverse. Mm-hmm. So you know, Metaverse is basically a three D environment, right? So I'm a I'm a designer myself. I'm a three D artist. And I I used to design aircrafts for for manufacturing, like engineering side. So I thought, you know, why not we try it for the artistic side? So that is the transition I took. And that transition happened in the pandemic. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. So, uh I, I'm, I'm uh, thank you for sharing that I mean I, it seems it seems quite a quite a shift when you're looking Hello. at designing aircrafts and um. you know, and you're using that particular check sound why I can hear you uh, Vinod? okay ladies and gentlemen in case you can hear me please let me know uh, with a reaction
1: okay um, Can can hear me why in case we can we can all right oh, sorry sorry okay. sorry, sorry uh Okay, I thought you guys lost
0: me. Oh no, no, no! We could, we could, you were coming across clearly. sometimes. Sometimes this does happen, uh, due to due to some connection or the other. But uh, no worries. Let's, let's just go forward. I, I was saying, as a matter of fact, but I find it quite fascinating that you looked at designing aircrafts and then you know putting those, uh, putting that those design skills into uh, developing metaverses. Uh, of course, you you enjoyed you enjoyed looking at. Uh, I mean. You know the, the concept of NFTs that aspect of ownership. So uh that's that's quite a paradigm shift if I've made uh you know w- when it comes to looking at utilizing a skill development developing it into web three, but it's also you know in many ways the basis. I'm curious to to find out, you know, um is is the metaverse a place that you uh that, that fascinated you Right. Because of a design element alone or was there you know, something more that, that made you think of the Metaverse as a space that you wanted to be? Uh,
1: what I see is like I see Metaverse as the Internet in the whole. Okay, So you know like how the Internet started. So when the Internet started we saw only like black and white screen and you can see all the text in white fonts. So that's how mm-hmm. the Internet started and uh, from that we moved to you know pictures and colored screens. And from then, you know, like big screens got washed away and we we got into laptops and we moved into mobile phones. You know, internet took different shapes. Okay. Yeah, people are calling like web one, web two, web three now. But for me, you know, like web crossed a like lot of variations. Right. Like now maybe like I feel web, uh, every year there are like lo- too many variations in internet, right? You see a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You you see IoT, you see AI, you see machine learning, like what are all things you can say. And but for me in my perspective the whole internet is a metaverse okay the more immersive okay. you get into the mm-hmm. into the digital world the more metaversy it becomes uh that's what i say uh, you know right uh, like we got so yeah. much Im- uh, immersed into this uh, instagram facebook whatsapp and the snapchat like what all apps you call like everything is in 2d and all these things are getting another dimension Okay, it's from 2D, they're turning, uh, I mean, there is a shift to 3D. That is metaverse. So in my perspective, the whole internet is the metaverse, the whole digital world, the whole internet is the metaverse. So I don't see there is there is not much difficult into shifting from web two to web three, but people should understand like what's really happening. So previously, nobody owned the data in the, in the internet. And in web two, like what all data we put in, they call the corporate companies, they own the data, they do, uh, I mean, they make money from the data we post it. By the data, I mean the content. And web three, you get to be the owner of the content, what you post in the internet, right? What you post on the internet, what you post on the, like any server, like our blockchain. And that's the thing, what I see metaverse is.
0: Okay also also quite fascinating to find out that we can tell if somebody is in from their laptop or they're using a VR headset based on their hand movements. Right. So that that was that, that's a real gem right there.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And, okay, fantastic. Go ahead,
1: go ahead. Um, yeah, actually the uh, experience differs from uh, you know like logging into a laptop and getting into the VR because you know if you log into a laptop it's basically you're playing some 2D game. You know, Metaverse is nothing but a gaming mm. environment, but uh, you get to interact with people. It's basically Fortnite, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. That is Metaverse, right? Metaverse okay. is with us for like over 30 years now. Metaverse is nothing new. It is already <laughs> there. We, we, we didn't know that is it's Metaverse. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, did, we didn't have a name for it. Now that we've given it a shape and a form, yeah. uh, you know, we'll be able to call it what we want and then shape it, of course, because of people like you we're able to shape it to the manner in which we want it so fantastic right okay so um without, I, I have to ask you right so are there um, I, I understand that people are in the metaverse people you know enjoy spending time there but are there some risks in the metaverse that we have to you know that, that we have to protect ourselves against if that's one of the spaces that we join well, you know um, what what do you think
1: Okay. Um, the only risk I see right now is cyberbullying. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, you know, like, t- take Instagram and Facebook as example. Uh, you see, you know, like, mm-hmm. somebody uh, is posting some picture on Instagram, and there are people, uh, you see, a lot of, fa- lot of fake accounts, or, like, there are people, like, who used to, like, come come comment, like, sh- they talk their uh, heart out, right? Some people, uh, they talk their heart out, but you, you see good comments are there. But some people, just for names, like you know they used to put on all rubbish, what all rubbish they get on their mind, they they used to you know spit it out on on Twitter or Instagram comments. But mm-hmm. if you take metaverse, that is different. You know, people get okay. uh, that liberty of being anonymous, right? And uh, you can right. you can talk whatever you you want. You know, people are bullying so much, and I see a lot of people throwing racist comments. Uh, uh, if they find people from oh. different, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that. Uh, maybe I can give you, a, <laughs> I, I can tell you a small brief story like what happened. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll tell you like what all, what all risks. One thing is cyberbullying, and another thing is like, mm-hmm. anyway, you're not gonna put in like a lot of data. What, what, what we give in all the other social media's right now because all the other corporate companies, they all have our data right now. So I don't think there is mm-hmm. not much security uh, security issues in the future, like regarding to the okay. data. But the thing is, cyber bullying is one crucial thing which we have to, uh, you know, like uh, shed light on because uh, we need to get proper uh, moderations and uh, that should be you know like proper guidelines should be there. And um, but you have to appoint moderators for every world. If, if let's say you know if, if If there is an open world and that world is built only for experience you can you can visit there there won't be anybody there you can go around you can view and you can experience all the surreal surreal elements but if you try to get into a public community world and you can see a lot of people already there you know they're hanging out they're talking in groups you can see people in different groups talking here and there and uh, Mm -hmm. that is the place where we need moderators and we need proper guidelines okay. and strict guidelines should be, should be there. You know, uh, a moderator should be there along with an AI, AI moderator so that if a, a single rule is being, you know, let's say uh, if somebody uses abusing language or somebody is bullying someone, the moderator will have the rights to ban them or just let's say to want, first they'll warn them if they still keep on, you know, continuing all these bullying and all like they should be banned. So right. proper guidelines should be there. That's what I see in the metaverse. So only risk is cyberbullying. Uh, one example I tell you is like uh, like I used to visit a lot of metaverse worlds, right? So one in one world which I visited, there is this guy. I think he's this guy is from Asia. I'm not sure which country he is. And uh, what he did is like he was trying to reach. I mean, like reach out to other people. Okay, so other people are like, mm-hmm. all, uh, they are all like native uh, native English speakers. And this guy, he went to them right. and he was like, he was, he was talking in broken English, you know. And this guy, you know, he wanted to learn right. English. So he wanted to mm-hmm. develop his English skills. So what he did is like, he, he went to this random people in the metaverse, I mean, random avatars. So he went to them and he was like, okay, uh, guys, you know, like, uh, can you please help me to talk in English? Because you know, you're here to talk and to network with people. So why not you guys talk to me so that I can improve my English? Okay? And this guy was trying to. Th- this is what his idea is. But he was trying to tell this to other people. But it took a long time, you know, like because he he speaks broken English, right. and uh, because of this, he was he got bullied. Okay, so if he tried okay. to reach other people, you know, like it's like uh, opposite poles attract and uh, same poles uh, repel, right? So it's like they are like same poles. When this guy gets closer to some other people, they get repelled and they they get away. Okay? They run away or they, right. they throw uh, bad comments on this guy. And what I did mm-hmm. is like, I called this guy. Like I just t- told him only one thing. Okay, So you wanted to improve English. Uh, don't tell them that that's your hidden agenda. Don't tell them that you wanted right. to learn English. Just go talk to people and don't worry about your English. And even I, st- I started, <laughs> that's how I started, right? And right. This particular thing shouldn't uh, stop people from entering the metaverse.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's a great point.
1: Yeah. So, like, when when I uh, I took this guy uh, separately to one corner in that particular room, and I was talking to him, I was telling mm-hmm. him, I would tell tell them you wanted to, you wanted to be friends. Don't tell them you wanted to learn English. Mm-hmm. Just one word. Right. Change one word in your sentence, and the perspective changes. And uh, while I was talking to this guy. To my surprise, you know, there was another avatar which is standing a little close to me and he was eaves, eavesdropping to, to me, you know. And, <laughs> and I saw, like, I, I was turned to this guy. I was like, what, what What? are you looking at? I mean, this guy came to me and he started talking in this uh, native language. He started talking in, uh, in Indian language. But this guy is from Germany. Right. Okay. This guy is from Germany, but he was talking in Telugu. Uh, which was uh, one of the uh, okay. South Indian language. And I was like, I was so mm-hmm. amused because even I don't speak that language so flu- fluently because I'm very close to... Uh, right. I have a lot of Telugu friends. I've never I, I've never spoken Telugu like what this German guy spoke. He said, I learned, uh, I learned Telugu because I had good Telugu friends in Germany. Okay. Wow. And I was so amused. And this guy, he started helping uh, the other guy. And I was so, you know... Uh, I was so amused and I was so surprised and it was so overwhelming and this guy became my best friend in the metaverse. So, oh, that's brilliant.
0: That's brilliant. See, Thank you for sharing that story.
1: Yeah, see, right, yeah. Like you you, you see good people in the metaverse as well as you see bullying people but uh, the percentage is really low. Uh, good people are like, you can say, 97, 98% are good people. Only you can see one or two percent will be there who do all, who, who do all those, uh, all those cringe content and, <laughs> Uh, they uh, throw all those bullying and bad comments on other people, you know. The person is very less. Yeah, so that's... my um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry for interrupting, but the risk I see is very low, if you see cyber bullying part, point of view. Uh, apart from that, I don't mm-hmm. see any any much risks
0: okay uh fantastic and thank you for sharing that no uh i i, I should apologize for, for interrupting that story because no there's some that that is some really valuable insight right, right. when it comes to when it comes to cyberbullying in in these public spaces and of course you know everyone's hiding behind uh i mean their identities their actual real life identities are behind the mask, are behind this avatar of theirs but their true souls are are, are being you know depicted while they are there based on their interaction. So right. it, it also does act as a mirror into the type of person that's that's there in the metaverse.
1: Exactly. So that is a person behind every avatar.
0: Uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. So speaking of speaking of, of uh, this especially for some uh, some risk that comes in you know personal interactions, I wanna shift focus a little to a, um, a a little about what you what you're doing when it comes to when it comes to businesses, right? Okay. So taking a business, and I understand that this is something that you know you you consult and you uh, share. You, you obviously are advising people about. Um, if we were, for example, uh, a business that's looking in to, to get into the metaverse, right? What are what are some of the things that uh, what are some of the things that we should be looking at to say that yes, being in the metaverse makes sense?
1: Okay, so. Mm, maybe, you know, like if if you uh, see in the business point of view, uh, you have to, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, decide like, are you going into the metaverse for just one time sake or is it going to be a long term?
0: Uh,
1: People, you know, there are a lot of people, they wanted to, you know, organize an event in the the, the metaverse, but they don't, uh, I mean, take it as a long term okay they create some space they create a metaverse world and they create they put a lot of good graphics inside it and they try to get on people they do a big event let's say a, a big conference or something and that is a one time mm-hmm. thing and they mm-hmm. forget one thing about something called customer retention mm-hmm. you
0: know,
1: customer retention or like new customer acquisition they they always forget about this concept because you know uh, metaverse is something very new Metaverse is something like a uh, mobile application which we got in 10-20 uh, years before. you know. So we need to concentrate on customer retention and customer acquisition. Customer acquisition in the sense, uh, you know, Metaverse is basically used as a marketing gimmick right now. So they are not fo- focusing on the use cases. Um, Maybe you know some people are the focusing on the experience alone, but we need to focus on the use cases. What what all things you can do inside the metaverse, and uh, you should understand like why people they they wanted to come into the metaverse. Right. So uh, let's say you are a company, so you are you are organizing an event. So let's say uh, this is a Web three event, and you wanted to uh, people to let's say for example, I'll I'll take this uh, Twitter space as as an example. Mm-hmm. okay so this uh, we have twitters and we have a lot of people who are who are who are ready to you know listen our voices and we can take the same thing into the metaverse let's say two avatars will be speaking and you you are interviewing me like I'll, I'll be answering your questions and all the other people they are present inside that particular metaverse world and they can witness our conversation okay so basically a podcast in the metaverse
0: mm-hmm.
1: right so th- that a lot of people what they're doing is like that they're doing as a one-time thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're doing it and they're forgetting about it or they're doing it and they're getting some uh, people inside and abruptly they're forgetting it and they don't care about like what these people are doing after that you know right. they have to concentrate on customer retention and uh, uh, let's say uh, for example you take um, banking sectors, or you take any uh, let's say insurance sectors, or let's say BPOs. You know, like people who wanted customer service. So you uh, r- right now the customer service they are doing it like we have to call the customer service and we have to uh, get all our uh, questions answered, right? And now the customer service is switching into metaverse. So you can meet your customer service executive as an avatar, and you can get into the uh, get into the metaverse world, and you can see all the things visually. So if you if you wanted to, uh, uh, I mean, like if you wanted to clarify something about a product, it's a banking product or it's a software product or whatever it is, mm-hmm. service so executive can uh, showcase you know uh, showcase the product inside the metaverse visually.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay, so so that that certainly seems to be a, a fascinating uh, you know use case for 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 banks for like you said insurance companies. You're able to interact, uh, and you're right. also looking to build this long term, right? Uh, right, right.
1: For a long term, and yeah, that improves
0: the. Yep, Vinod, go ahead.
1: another form of Zoom call. So in Zoom call you can uh, see people's faces and you can interact with them directly but Metaverse gives you another extra third dimensional element where you can showcase all your uh, um, products inside. If you have a product you can directly showcase that product as a 3D three D element inside or you can showcase contents like uh, pictures, videos, infographics like what all things you wanted. You can get everything in one place so you, you can explain completely about your product to the customer
0: okay all right uh, so i i see that and i see that for 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 um, banks i see that for for insurance companies um you know are there some kind of businesses that don't work in the metaverse i mean or you know they being there makes makes no difference to their customers is
1: is, is that something that you've come across uh, at this point you know like i i wrote down around, around like 18 plus industries. Uh, like mm-hmm. I, I used to res- uh, do a lot of research. Right? So I wrote down and I wrote down around like 18 plus industries which can uh, use Metaverse uh, for their future endeavors and uh, they can generate income from the Metaverse. Not just for customer retention or customer service. They can generate income like retails and um, let's mm-hmm. say h uh, H&M, Nike, Adidas. They all are coming to Metaverse. Right? They're, they started doing all the sale in the, inside the Metaverse. Yeah. So I don't see there is uh, any sector which which don't need metaverse, but everybody needs metaverse at some point.
0: At some point, exactly. Okay. So I can I can see what you're trying to get at is that there's a dimension of, of every business that does get into the metaverse. Okay. Exactly. Uh, that being said, I'm curious to ask you: Are there some cases of uh, you know certain businesses that have been extremely successful in the metaverse that you that you've come across with? Uh, you know that you'd like to share with us or even a case which has not been as successful for whatever reason uh in the metaverse is there um, something that you'd like to share with
1: us uh, actually metaverse is pretty new so i uh, i can't point out uh, somebody to say they are they are successful because people are still building the metaverses mm-hmm. but maybe i can point out a lot of people who use metaverse in the wrong way because they don't understand what metaverse okay. really is and like i told you before they mm-hmm. use it for like one time purpose only just for the market hype, mm-hmm. you know, because like they, they yeah. used to tell, okay, they can, uh, you know, pull their collar around and I can say, okay, like I, I'm into Metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, people, oh, you are into Metaverse. Yeah. Oh, so nice. That's what they wanted, right? They, they, yeah. they can't say what they really did inside the Metaverse. They can't say, did they get the ROI, um, like for the time they put into the Metaverse? No, people can't say that because Metaverse is still building and there are a lot of people they use metaverse uh, i mean they use metaverse but they don't have the proper mm-hmm. use case
0: uh, okay for, got, uh, it. For, got it got for it
1: for now the successful sectors would be like media and marketing uh, let's say entertainment we uh, can host uh, concerts you can host events so that's how no like g- gathering people for an event or for a, for a one cause that is that can be mm-hmm. successful in the metaverse for now.
0: Mm-hmm. But okay, okay. So it's a fantastic place that that you know to to gather people in, and of course that that can help with businesses uh, getting their uh, what do you say Get, getting their audience, getting their customers together inside the same space. Right. Okay, um, all right. So uh, Vinod, I, I guess then in, in that case, uh, you know, we, you've taken us through some of the things that uh, people can, can can do in the metaverse. Can you tell us a little more about uh, some of the entertainment that you, you were talking about earlier? You know, where you, you can have uh, creators in the metaverse and of course um, other entertainment forms in the metaverse. Would you would you like to elaborate on that a little more without breaking any of your confidentiality clause? Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh... Okay, so be- before getting into that part, like I'll tell you like, wh- wh- what I used to do inside Metaverse for entertainment, okay? Uh, what I what I do is like I used to get people uh, to this movie theater in the Metaverse. Like we used to go there. We all watch different movies. Okay, I, if mm-hmm. I'm watching Avengers, my friend will be watching Spider-Man. Okay, so, but <laughs> okay. we'll be sitting in the same movie theater. We'll be looking at the same screen, mm-hmm. but we we we'll be watching different movies. Can you do that in real okay. life? No. Certainly, Certainly not. not. Certainly not. So, so that is one thing which I which I loved the most because uh, watching movies in laptops or in mobile phones in all the OTT platforms like Netflix, Amazon, and all. Uh, but watching movies in the metaverse mm-hmm. is something different. Okay, it it gives you a okay. feel that you are inside a movie theater, but you are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get to watch movie uh, with your friends, even while you are sitting at your mm-hmm. home. Uh, okay.
0: Uh, th-
1: that's really, you know, uh, that, that's one thing w- which uh, intrigued me so much. I love doing that. Um, if you take from my, you know, like company's perspective, if you take uh, Rapogen's perspective, what we did is uh, we... We are building, I mean, like what we did is like we built uh, Metaverse for creators, right? So we used to give creators their, their right. Metaverse space so they can showcase all the content inside the Metaverse. I mean, uh, we, co- uh, uh, we call it Creators Cave. So uh, the okay. cave is the place where the creators, that, that the Metaverse, you know, the name we call it is like Creators Cave. So CC, something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. in the creator's cave, so people uh, they can, I mean, the creator can get all their fans inside. Okay, uh, they can't bring all mm-hmm. the fans, but for one event, they, let's say they can bring 50 people or 100 people in in installments. Um, okay. uh, what they can do is that they can uh, teach content. Basically, they can share content. Or they can share their point of view uh, about what's happening in in the world, or like they they can take a specific topic. And they can share their knowledge to their fans. Okay, If there is any, you know, like uh, influencer who is very good at building Instagram portfolio, uh, they can share his, I mean, he can share his knowledge to his fans so that his fans will also get that knowledge. And they, they can also build their own portfolio, right, in in their social media. So they can do that. And the people from fitness, you know, creators from fitness, they are, they are signing in. Um, There are a lot of uh, people who are giving fitness coaching, right? There there are a lot of people who who does fitness coaching, especially in this pandemic period. All these fitness coach, Mm -hmm. they started working remotely. And now they can do this in the metaverse. So this fitness coach can have like various content he can put inside his metaverse space. And he can get his uh, right. people. And what what he can do is, like he can get his students, let's say, uh, for a 20-minute session or a 30-minute session inside the metaverse. He can quickly brief about the whole uh, week or a whole month's routine plan. Like, what they have to do and how, uh, I mean, their diet plan, their uh, exercise plan, everything. He can do this in just 30 minutes inside the metaverse. He can have all the content displayed. So, um, the... Uh, student he he don't have to go and you know uh nab this guy you know like oh teach me this teach me that because every content will be in the metaverse will be in this space specifically tailored for this particular student or but, particular wow. for this okay. set of, so there are like set of students right so there will be a particular new uh, will be there there will be an amateur and there will be a veteran uh who's who who don't need this coach but still the coach will overlook mm-hmm. this person's uh Plan, right, all all these uh, fitness plans and all, so the coach can do this inside the metaverse. Understood.
0: Understood. Okay, so you get the, you get that yeah. that human interaction, uh, you know, despite being uh, di- despite distance coming in the exactly. way, you you still get that. And fitness coach point of view, I can I can see how that that works. And obviously, yeah, if it works for fitness coaches, it's obviously also going to work for uh, you know services like like. Um, having a doctor or having you know a, a specialist yes. in in that space that can interact with
1: exactly you. exactly and uh, okay. there is one more use case which we started working recently is uh, because this this is a, a pretty sensitive thing uh, in india maybe like i'm not sure about uh, other countries like wh- how they see this but in india there is this uh, mm-hmm. concept you know um, let's say the, the the this couple who got married but they don't have a child and it's, they are trying for a child mm-hmm. and it takes uh, years and years and they have to go for the counseling and all, right? And there is this uh, mm-hmm. ego in Indian men, because I'm doing uh, the air quotes. You can not see me doing the air quotes right now. Uh, Indian men, they have this ego mm-hmm. because they, they don't come out and they say, okay, they have the issue. okay, And they can't come around. Right. Right? And they don't even uh, talk about this to their friends only. Okay. And they are very mm-hmm. insecure about this thing because they don't want to tell, uh, like, I can't produce, I can't reproduce. Yeah. Right? So f- for right. this particular thing, we have a product. Uh, we call it uh, something like a ghost room concept. What they can do is, like the, the mm-hmm. couple can enter the metaverse world and we are building this for a specific client. Okay, sure. So I don't want to reveal the client. But th- this mm-hmm. ghost room idea is everywhere, right? So this is the UK is everywhere. So I, this is not... Uh, any patented thing and all it's just an idea which is being used in a lot many sectors. But we are do- using that particular idea in in the metaverse. So what we are doing is like we create a room. Okay, in that particular room, only the couple who got uh, I mean the doctor will be there in the room. The couple can get an appointment and they can mm-hmm. come as avatars and they don't have to reveal their identity and they can uh, ask all the questions what they have in their mind now with with zero insecurity. Right. Right. So they don't have to worry about. Wow. Yeah. Right. They don't have to worry about like what other people think, and they don't have to worry about their their, their uh, prestige on their, their brand image and in the in the society image or whatever you call it. Right. Um, that's also solution, right? I mean, that's also problem. Like, that that is a, a brilliant one. Yeah. That's a brilliant
0: one, especially if you want to get people to talk, and you you give them that you know, uh, you know that anonymous. Um, uh, Space and an amenity where they can where they can freely express themselves without having to be you know uh, worried about what society is going to think about them or you know because of their identity. Right. Wow. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was a total gem. So I hope you're using your your reaction buttons to 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 send some love across to to Vinod and the, the wonderful stuff that he's doing. Uh, if you haven't already, please do that right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I can see that, that some of the reactions are coming in. Uh, you know what I, I have to ask you because we're coming to the end of the show and I want to take some audience questions. But uh, for the audience in the room, uh, you know, you've shared with us so much your, your, your journey about getting into the metaverse, the stuff that you're doing, okay. an absolute gem about how you have business use cases in the metaverse. Um, but I have to ask you, sure. um, what's your personal philosophy? What's the stuff that keeps you going that, you know, wakes you up every morning?
1: Yeah. Um. The philosophy is, uh, maybe like, that's pretty simple. If you want something, you want it. If you don't want, you don't want it. It's pretty simple. If you want it, go for it. And uh, that's my my philosophy. If I want it, I want it. If I don't want, no, I don't want it.
0: All right. Okay. So if you want something real bad, do everything that it takes to go and get it. Just go for it. Go for it. Just go for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, fantastic. Thank you for that, Vinod. Thank you for sharing these, these insights and these journeys. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm now opening up the room for questions. I realize that uh, Abdul, I believe, raised his hand. Abdul, if you still want to ask that question, uh, and if you're in the room, uh, our host will be able to pull you up uh, to ask that question. All right. In the meantime, for those of you that would like to, to ask uh, you know, Vinod the question, please tweet in your Question to add Lunam Inc. and/or, of course, you can you can ask that to buy directly on his Twitter account. I see a few are coming in already. Okay, so we can find till we can find the person who wanted to ask the question. Uh, one has already come inside. Uh, okay, been yeah. Let's get let's get this uh, uh, speaker set up in the meantime. But just before that, uh, one question that's already come in, Vinod, is. Is the metaverse only for Gen Z or is it for everybody?
1: Metaverse is for everybody. Metaverse is for everybody. Mm -hmm. No, we are in the. No, uh, actually, uh, uh, the late boomers are the ones who started the metaverse. So, Metaverse is for Mm -hmm. everybody.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Fantastic. All right. Um, Fine. One more question. The last speaker gets lined up. Uh, what's your thought about this? Right? Will Facebook take over the metaverse?
1: Mm, I would say no. 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 no.
0: Okay. Why? Why do you say Th- that?
1: There won't be you know one metaverse. Uh, in the future, there will be like multiple, like not multiple millions of metaverses, but they will be they will all be interconnected. You know, like interoperability. Okay. Yeah. At some point in time, they will. Ha- they all have to come to one point. So that's how the internet is working right now, right? So uh, initially, uh, let's say uh, if you have uh, uh, if you have to create a YouTube account, let's say uh, take 15 or 20 years mm-hmm. before, like when YouTube started, you need to have a Google account, right. Google account to log into YouTube. So if you have an Outlook or if you have Perfect. a Hotmail or if you have a Yahoo account, you can't. But now with any email, you right. can log into a YouTube, right? So that that's right. what that is what gonna happen in the future. So uh, Facebook can't overtake. I mean, uh, they can't do a monopoly in the metaverse, like so that uh, like no no. What Mark? You know you know what Mark Zuck did, right? Uh, he changed uh, his right. whole uh, I mean the parent name to Meta. And uh, uh, right now, I would tell you like 60 to 70 people in India, okay, they think mm-hmm. they think metaverse is owned by Mark Zuckerberg. The whole Metaverse. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's because this guy, you know, he's very cunning. He's very cunning and very, uh, no, 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 I won't say cunning, but I I really admire this guy, you know. Uh, This guy, Mm -hmm. uh, he he had something in his mind, you know, like if if he names his company as Meta, because at some point in time in the future, you won't be calling Metaverse, Metaverse, Metaverse. So we'll be shorting it out, right? No, it's Mm -hmm. Meta meta and whenever people say mm. meta and uh, maybe you know like there are people they can misunderstand okay we are referring to the meta the parent company facebook's company right right so this guy is very cunning but yeah i mean i i think
0: it's a heck of a branding strategy if i put on my marketing hat yeah. that's that's brilliant exactly, because exactly like you said exactly. right <laughs> if i use the word metaverse in its shortest form then that's what i'm that's what i'm talking about yeah and that's why i'll still call it facebook
1: Nice, yeah. (laughs) So even, even you might have noticed me saying like uh, for Zuckerberg, I use Zuck, right? Uh, Zuck, yeah. There, there you have it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there you have it. Right. Uh, okay. I I have I uh, I think there that that's all the time that we have, Vinod. But it's been it's been fantastic, despite uh, you know everything that 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 happened within within the particular space. It's been extremely insightful speaking to you, and all the gems that you shared from from the risk involved in the metaverse to the types of businesses that come out. Uh, I think you've excited the audience today about spending more time in the metaverse. Well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen it looks like it looks like our speaker has has left the room he's probably gone into the metaverse but vinod i know you will listen to the recording after this thank you so much for sharing your your insights and your thoughts with us i will ask you that question offline and post it back to the audience here what's your favorite uh, piece of equipment to get into the metaverse ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for being part of the show please remember uh, please remember of course that we have our campaign going on uh for in support of nft artists is called non-fungible talent if you have nft uh digital art friends who would like to take part of it look us up on ad Lunum inc and you will be able to take part the date is extended to the 11th of october we're receiving submissions over 250 of those have already come in this is done in support of artists the the artists and the art the nft community uh you know during during this particular time so Thank you so much for being here. Okay, Vinod is back. Vinod, thank you so much for for spending your time with us today. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's been fantastic speaking to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you had a question, but I missed it. Uh, can you repeat it? Uh, you said something. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Now, now that we have it, yeah. Even though, you, yeah. So, the, my question was, what's your what's the fav, your favorite equipment to get into the metaverse?
1: It's obviously VR headset. It's obvious.
0: Yep. Uh, any... Uh, I, <laughs> I was about to ask you, uh, you know, is there anyone in particular that you'd recommend to the audience today? I know you're not endorsing a brand, but we're just curious to understand which is your favorite piece of equipment. Um,
1: no, my my favorite piece of equipment is, uh, like I told you, it's a VR headset. Uh, but to start with, I recommend mm-hmm. uh, to start with laptops. Okay. okay. To understand it properly, like you can start with the laptop, then you can move into uh, the VR headsets later. Mobile, mm-hmm. mobile phones are for basic questions, but I recommend going from laptops okay. to the VR headsets.
0: Okay, laptop to VR headset. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the final question. Uh, and thank you once again, Vinod, for, for sharing that with us. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please remember we also have a show, The Future of NFTs, which is hosted by Natia Besta, the co- co-founder of Adlum INC. It's on Tuesdays at exactly the same time. And we will see you, ladies and gentlemen, next week at the same time in this same space. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles.